Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Your relationship with your boss is one of the most important relationships you have at work. Unfortunately, most employees don't have a great rapport with their managers. Only 29% say their supervisors are good at human leadership. In response, they may end up moving to another company, which doesn't necessarily solve the problem. You don't always have to leave if you have a less-than-wonderful boss. Instead, show your professional mettle when your manager 1. challenges you, 2. ignores you, 3. micromanages you, 4. miscommunicates with you, 5. ghosts you, 6. denies you access to executives, 7. is racist, sexist, or homophobic. Number 1. Your boss challenges you. Have you ever sat in a meeting and had your boss respond to what you've said with, how did you come up with that? You may feel defensive and then fall silent. Instead, use the boss's question as a platform for elaborating on your ideas. Be ready to come back strongly with an explanation. Even if your boss's query had an edge to it, take the high ground and respond confidently. You will impress them and others in the room. Number two, your boss ignores you. Another difficult situation is when your boss is engaging in conversation with everyone but you. Perhaps you're in a meeting listening to everyone else laughing, interacting, and discussing their projects or some inside joke, and there you are, feeling alone. The temptation might be to go silent yourself. If you're working from home, you might turn off your camera, which will isolate you further. Fight the temptation to tune out. Instead, speak up, join the conversation, and listen more closely than you had before. This will allow you to see that your boss and others are likely not ignoring you intentionally. Number three, your boss micromanages you. If you found that your boss is constantly checking in on you and your projects, you have a boss who is a micromanager. This can be nerve-wracking and it can undermine your sense of self-worth. If you are in this situation and you have been meeting deadlines consistently, address the issue with your boss. When they ask how things are going, reply firmly, I've got this. If they keep asking, tell them more forcefully that you have everything in hand and make sure you meet the promised deadlines. If doing this consistently doesn't resolve the situation, you need to sit down with your boss and suggest weekly check-ins rather than constant inquiries about your projects. Demonstrate the leadership and confidence that will change the relationship. Number four, your boss miscommunicates. If you have a boss who tells you one thing one day and a different thing another day, it can be super frustrating. For example, suppose your manager has told you that in your new role, you will have no direct reports. 
but then one day she asks you to oversee two interns and report regularly on their progress. This situation, which happened to a millennial I know, calls for an honest conversation. Tell your boss you are happy to oversee the work of the interns, but you want to be recognized and paid as a manager. These conversations are not easy, but if you go into them prepared, knowing what your ask will be, you'll likely come out ahead. Number five, your boss ghosts you. Suppose your manager says they have a big project for you or some other exciting opportunity, and then nothing happens. You wait and wait and worry that they have forgotten or changed their mind. The worst thing you can do is accept defeat. Make an appointment with your boss and in the meeting remind them of their promise. Tell them, I was thrilled that you asked me to take on this role. Let's talk about next steps. If your boss hesitates and says that it is no longer going to happen, probe and find out why. It's your right and responsibility to follow up on such promises and make a strong case for moving forward. Number six, your boss denies you access. Although organizations are not as hierarchical as they once were, there are still managers who try to minimize your contact with higher-level executives. They want to be the go-between. I had several jobs in which I wrote speeches for CEOs, and in only one of them was I allowed to meet with the CEOs. In the other cases, my boss met with the CEOs and told me what to write. That was a poor way of crafting speeches. Your boss should not block your access to those who are more senior. As I look back, I wish I had taken the lead and asked my VP to give me access to the CEO. I didn't do it because I was respectful of the hierarchy. But today, you can be more forthright. If there is a good reason to speak to someone higher up, make a strong case for it. Ideally, you'll get your boss's approval. Number seven, your boss is racist, sexist, or homophobic. While today's leaders are more enlightened than they used to be, there are still instances when unfortunately you may encounter racist, sexist, or homophobic attitudes from your boss. What should you do? Don't pretend you didn't hear what was said. Confront it, even though it might be detrimental to the relationship. I once was addressed by my boss with a sexist comment. I responded without hesitation, saying, I'd like you to take that comment back. He didn't, and he rarely spoke to me after that. Was I right to confront him? Absolutely. I left the company and never looked back. Sometimes you have to be willing to do that. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.